0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of See Good People. I'm one half of your hosting crew. My name is Kelsey Coop-Charles, and with me I have bruh Antonio Long. how's it going oh it's doing lovely dog it's doing lovely looking forward to tonight oh yeah half the week is over with and you know we're on the downhill slide
1: now, man. oh yeah oh yeah it's it's been a it's been a good week everything looking lovely uh you know uh you know uh feeling good i hope
0: you're doing the same hope the family's safe Oh yeah, as always, as always, man, same to you, man. I'm telling you, football is right around the corner. Everything's lovely right now. Oh man, I can't wait. Can't wait. Uh looking looking pretty good. Uh is your quarterback all right? You know? I think he's gonna be okay, DJ. You can lay like a little wiggler. Yeah, he's gonna be all right. Oh, I ain't worried about that one. There, you know, he, he good. I'm
1: talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about that, that quarterback with that little blue star on his
0: helmet. You know, you know, college come first, man. So we, okay. We're talking, about, right. we're talking about, right. about pro and pro. Okay. Come. we gonna do we it up. like that, huh? Okay, all right. We're yeah, yeah, gonna man. start off like that because, um, you know, we're going to Super Bowl this year, right?
1: You and Skeep been drinking that same juice, but I, I don't know what y'all on. Anyway, yeah. uh. After, uh good evening folks we're here um tonight we're gonna continue our series on 90s r&b groups last week we did uh the male groups this week we're gonna come in with the female groups uh but before we jump into that um this week we don't have a a, a sponsor uh that we normally would highlight at this time but i want to make a little psa to the folks that listen to she good peoples um i put a lot of stuff out on on facebook about the same thing but um for those of you that are out there, and um, I know we got to work, I know we got to take care of ourselves and things of that nature. Um, only thing I ask is that you, uh, you know, do whatever it is that is necessary to keep yourself safe during this time. Um, I don't know how it is here. I know how it is here in South Carolina. I don't know how it is in Georgia with Kelsey and them. But right now we have a, a rampant uh, runaway pandemic again for the I think this is the fourth cycle um understanding you know very well that you know you say we it on your rights but you infringing on the rights of other people by not doing what is necessary to keep us all safe um you know kids in my district around here right now you know we, we have almost 700 kids quarantined um just because of this pandemic you know and it's affecting the children and you know it's one thing <laughs> if you're an adult uh, but it's a different story. If you are a child, you know what I'm saying? Um, you need to protect the children. If your child is sick and, and, and uh, we had an incident here this week uh, already because school over the last two weeks, school has been starting here. We had an incident over the last two weeks where there was a kid that actually knew he was positive and parents sent them to school. Uh, no mask, no nothing. Um That's irresponsible. Uh, that's not being a responsible parent. Uh, and I'm just gonna say it like this, you know, the hell with your rights, you know, right now, you don't have the right to kill other people. You know what I'm saying? You can do what you want to do. But if that child is actually infected or sick, you need to keep that child home. Um, that child is putting so many people in danger. Um, and this Delta variant is much, much stronger than uh, the original coronavirus. So, you know, it, just making a plea, you probably ain't going to take my, my advice because you probably don't care, but I'm just telling, um, you know, why, why do you feel like it is necessary for you to hurt other people? Um, just to defend your rights. That is the dumbest thing I ever heard of in my life.
0: Yeah. And I want to add to that. I think, uh, you hit the nail on the head. Just be respectful. I mean, your choice to get vaccinated is your choice, whether you do it or not, but If you understand, you know what's at stake. you don't know what someone else's immune system is like. You don't know how well they're able to fight off a foreign disease or whatever or or disease inside the body or or anything that attacks the body. So I think we need to be mindful of that, too. A lot of times we think, yeah, they're infringing on my rights. And and I mean, in a way, yeah, they are. But at the same time, you know, we have to use common sense with this thing. If we do what we need to do. more diligently, I'll put it that way, we can get back to being who we are and who we wanna be. Like I said, again, your right is your right, but uh, you know, just be mindful, you know, everybody's, you know, the world is a very diverse place. America is a very diverse place. We all have different views on a lot of things. And, you know, um, yeah, it is hard wearing a mask all day. Uh, Tell you that right now, I mean, for me, it's, it's hard to breathe sometimes, especially in this heat, it's hot, it's hard, you know, but, if that's the case, limit your social items. I know you want to go places and I know you want to do things. I mean, right now, to be honest with you, this is a perfect time to get to know your family a lot better, your immediate family. For those of you to do, I understand there's a lot of people that, that don't have that and don't have that luxury, you know, that live on their own. But <clears throat> for those of you that don't, you know, take this time. If you're going to, if you want to go out to eat, hey, make it an event, go out, get your food, come back home, have dinner at the table, you know, cut the TV off, have conversations, you know, get to know your family a little bit better. You know, I, I think we all are tired The people that are vaccinated and people that are unvaccinated, the people that are doing what they're supposed to do and the people that aren't. We're all tired. I think we can share that same sentiment. We all are tired. But, you know, until something changes, I mean, nothing's going to change. If, if nothing changes, nothing changes. And insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. You know, so let's just be mindful of that. And, you know, when we move forward, you know, we all want to see the end of this thing. And we want to be resilient and rise through it, rise above it. So that's my two cents. You, you hit
1: it right on the head that Kelsey. And, and, you know, just to, just to end this up on, on a positive note, those of you that are out there that are doing the right things, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, for those of you that, you know, you want to be uh, unto yourself, I just say, you know, be respectful, you know, take, you know, do, do the right thing, you know, uh, You are causing, you're going to lose a generation because of this, you know, and if you don't believe that, you know, just pay attention, you know, it's going to happen. This is, this is a, a, a situation that is going to wipe out a whole generation of folks, whether it be older folks, younger folks, people our age, it's going to happen. Um, So you got to look at what, what kind of future are you uh, presenting to the folks that are going to be left here? Because uh, I got news for you, everybody ain't gonna die because of this, okay? <clears throat> That's true. It's not gonna happen. So you might as well uh, think about what your future is gonna be and, and how that future is, whether it's, whether you're gonna be here or not gonna be here, how you're
0: gonna influence it by the things that you do. And and we and we don't know. I mean, we don't know the virus affects people differently. You know, you have some people that they have no symptoms. They're asymptomatic. You have some people that, oh man, ventilators. I mean, you know, you have some people that come back but they're not full capacity. And, I mean, you have to think about others because you think about it. Uh, last year, the kids were robbed of a lot, you know, football, basketball, sports, you know, mm. the camaraderie of being with each other. Um, graduation, you know, a lot of people, I think some still did graduate, but a lot of them didn't, you know, because of this. So, I mean, the sooner we can do what what's needed, it's not saying the government, you know, because the government says this, that. It's not even about the government at this point. It's about using common sense and doing the right thing. You know, if you don't want to get it, keep social, keep yourself distance. And if you do, I mean, still exercise precaution, you know, so that, that's all. we have. That's all. That's all. All
1: right. So that, that's our platform for, for this week. We're going to get off this and we're going to get back into the fun. Um, so, Coop, you know, we're talking about female groups from the 90s. That is right up our alley. Uh, okay. I think really the 90s was um, probably <clears throat> the strongest point for female groups uh, at its time, uh, during the seventies and eighties, you know, there were female groups, but, uh, you mm-hmm. know, they didn't have the lasting stand power that these groups had. And, uh, even to this day, their songs are still relevant for everybody that we're going to talk about uh, tonight. Oh,
0: definitely. Definitely. And I'm going to start off. We're going to jump around a little bit. Cause I, I'm not because I'm, I'm currently residing in Georgia, but you know, Georgia has a lot of talent and I'm going to start off with social so death. Um, <laughs> I want to start it off with the uh, Tiny, Tasha Toya, and Candy. Now we got we got to start it off with Escape. I mean, because a lot of people wrote Escape off when it first came out. They said they were a little rough around the edges, this thing and that thing. But man, again, we're gonna get into this <clears throat> a little later on, but shout out to JD, a great producer. I mean, he took these four ladies, I mean, that all that were already talented, they were already winning talent, so doing everything they could around Atlanta. Um, he took them to a whole nother level. And if I'm not mistaken, don't quote me on this. Uh, if I'm wrong, just let me be right anyway. Um, they were the highest uh, selling female, uh, R&B female group of all time, if I'm not mistaken. They even outsold Destiny's Child in both. Uh, that is correct. Okay. And I mean, from from day one, they had a lot of hits. I mean, you know, these girls were, I guess, they had, they had a persona rough around the edges, you know, street when they came out with the baggy clothes, the bandanas. But the girls could sing. I mean, the position, oh. They could sing. And and truth be told, I mean, I didn't know Tiny had the lungs on her. That she had, you know, Candy's voice was different. She was kind of like uh, the T balls of the group. Yeah, you know, I don't want to draw comparisons like that, but you know, she had a different voice. But yeah, you know, she could sing too. I mean, those girls, they were they were the, they were the real deal. Well, you
1: know, uh, when you look at all four of, of those ladies uh, when they first came out. Uh, just Kicking was, uh, you know, a breath of fresh air. Uh, it kind of introduced the South. Uh, they were kind of responsible for this resurgence of, of music here in the South, along with everybody that was coming out of Atlanta during that time, you know, uh, between So So Devil <laughs> and Face, um, you had where uh, development of sound, a development of production, a development of talent that was unmatched uh, in the '90s. Uh, those four girls uh, from Decatur um, mm-hmm. were uh, uh, greatly, greatly, greatly. Uh, you know, their some of their ballads are some of the best ballads that ever been sung, and they still to this day, uh, if Escape goes out, you know, people gonna flock to it because it was it was good music, still yeah. good music. Um, mm-hmm. It's still relevant to the day. Uh, and, you know, and one of the things you can say is, is that these were four ladies that went on and, and still became successful oh, yeah. in life uh, yeah. after um, their music career. I don't want to say it ended, but after it slowed down.
0: Um, they, just, they just turned the page and went to a new chapter. I mean, yeah. that's that because I mean, uh, they're still touring. I mean, Candy's not, but they're still touring. Yeah. You know, they still draw the crowds. I mean, you look at the verses about, them, you know, but we'll get into that a little bit later. We'll on. get into that. But
1: I'm going to say, you know, like Tiny, Tiny, you know, has done some great, great, great work as being a writer and a producer. Uh, Candy uh, still uh, has been very uh, out front, uh, not only with We Are Housewives, but also, uh, you know, with her business. uh, Who would have ever thought that, you know, well, we knew we always knew because it's the South. You know, people try to hide this fact or whatever, but uh, sex toys make a lot of money you know, uh, everybody, it's uh, business. Yeah. I mean, it does what it does. It does what it does. And you know, she, she capitalized on that. Uh, she has a lot of good things for couples, uh, her and her husband doing a, a, a fantastic job with that as well. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so they have a lasting impression other than just music. So that, that's one of the good things about escape. Um, uh, you know, they, they were again, a proponent of, of this new, era of music coming out of Atlanta they they were at the forefront of that and uh I really really you know to this day I still enjoy everything that they've ever done uh one of my favorite songs is uh uh you're my little secret you know oh yeah, yeah oh, that's amazing. man that, that that's a classic yeah uh, you know the harmonies that came along with with the rough hip hop edge to the sound just made it so much better and and to be honest it kind of in a way laid the groundwork for everybody else in the 90s because everybody else started incorporating that into their music. Oh, definitely.
0: I mean, it's, uh, Andre 3000, uh, well, it was, uh, it was Dre back then. I think he said the best. You know, it's like, you know, we got a demo tape. and nobody want to hear it. But, you know, the South got something to say. That's all I got to say. Right. I mean, you know. Uh, you put them on the map. I mean, for the hip-hop, I mean, for R&B, I mean, hip-hop, I mean, so, so death back in the day was a machine. I mean, it was,
1: it was, it, it truly was. And, 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 you know, that's one of the reasons why, you know, you got to give JD uh, and JD, uh, as we go through this list, JD has been influential in so many of these groups oh, um, yeah. and, and not only just groups, but JD has, you know, uh, you know, really for a long time, JD uh, kept Mariah Carey at the forefront because she would always utilize JD for production uh and that would always be a hit, a I, hit. Mean, I, I i don't never I, I can't never say anything that jd ain't never touched they
0: ain't never been a hit you know what i'm saying and then you know i i watched uh on some on these groups on on uh jagged edge and escape man for jd to be able to channel all that talent with all this extra stuff they had going on right the boy is, is a genius i like yeah it. yeah I mean, he dealt with a lot of turmoil internally, but I mean he was able to channel all that and bring it the best out of him. So, I mean, you gotta figure he kept Columbia records uh intact for a long
1: time. Yeah. You know, just him, you know, not, not not putting anybody else, you know. Every
0: every all the talent that he he sent through Columbia was 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 what was keeping them afloat. Yeah, I mean uh Jagged Ed said it best. I mean, when he left Columbia, it was hard to, it was a hard decision, but they stayed for one more album because they wanted creative control. They want, I mean, they were writing ballads before they met JD. JD showed them, you know, the blueprint, you know, they, they stayed for another album. I think they had success with that album hard. And then after that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't quite the same. They were missing their guy, you know, looking right. for the opportunity to do what they did, but they missed their guy. And, you know, I think they're back together now. Still making music, man. Hey, they're back,
1: they're back out. Uh, they on tour. I think they got a new album supposed to be dropping soon too. So, you know, that's the lasting impression that 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 was birthed from all of
0: this oh yeah definitely and um you know like with escape if you really want to hear some harmony let's put on tonight yes yes that is uh i
1: got a chance to watch the uh the versus battle uh with swv and they saw tonight uh i forgot how good Latasha and, and Latoya was. I mean, oh man, I'm telling you. Uh, I'm telling you. You know, uh, we always, you know, Candice sung most of the songs, but you know, uh, them sisters. Forget how good you know uh, the sisters were because they, you know,
0: they were the heart and soul of of, of escape. Yeah, and, and it's sad that they they couldn't make it work because I I feel like no one person was bigger than the group. It took all of them to make it. You know what it was. Now mm-hmm. I don't know. That any one of them individually would have had the same success musically that they did as a unit. I I can't say. Of course, we'll never know because they never did. Right. I think Candy and uh and Tiny tried uh, to come out with a with a little album, or whatever, but um it didn't work. I guess as well as they thought they would. So I mean, they focus on the, the the writing side, right? You know, to right. And uh, Tamika and, and Natasha, I think. Um, they, they pretty much did. They, they, I think, they went to the gospel side. I'm not 100 sure. Don't quote me on that. Is what I remember.
1: Well, I think but, I, I think Tasha came out with a with an R and B album, but it, it wasn't well received uh, because it was during the time when when music was changing yeah. uh, from where we are where we were in the in the two, in the nineties the into where we are in the two thousands and where we are in in the twenties now. So uh, that yeah. was a difference. Uh, Back then, it was about singing. Um, mm-hmm. Now, not so much. It's about production. It's about appearance
0: and things of that nature. Yeah. And I'm almost, I'll say this too. I don't mean to get too far off the base or pressure off or anything. But yeah, I mean, your true artists nowadays, you got to search for them. You're not going to find them. The ones that are commercial, you hear them on the radio. And, uh, you know, every once in a while, like you said, Jasmine Sullivan, LMI, mm-hmm. you know, they'll, they'll they'll shine through. But most of your, your true artists, you're not going to hear them on the radio because it's not what sales. No, that,
1: that's not what the record company is looking for now. So that's why I say, that's why I give the 90s these props. Uh, the 90s knew uh, what was good and, mm-hmm. and what was sustainable. And that's why these folks are still uh, beloved to this day.
0: Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. And so while we're at that, we're going to segue on to the uh, the sister group that they did the versus battle with. Uh, Sisters with Voices. <laughs> yes, sir. SWB. Yes, sir. Coco.
1: Oh, my God. Bruh. Uh, <clears throat> the thing about SWV was not only uh, were they talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, SWV came with the right time of East Coast edge to them, and they incorporated hip-hop uh, in a way that was needed. Uh, mm-hmm. They uh were uh they harmonized very good but one of the things about it was is that coco was just so amazing just from her voice by itself coco could could, could wrap you up and and bring you in and, oh, yeah. and you just be you know satisfied you know yeah um, i mean they yeah. uh you know they they, they show uh you know, they, they were, you know, uh, an incredible group. Uh, and, and again, this is an, another situation where, uh, you know, sometimes your, your your dreams are bigger than what uh, you think they are. And mm-hmm. you take for granted, you know, some things, you know, instead of just enjoying the ride, you know, you, you get jealous and, and you allow things, you know, Pretty to uh,
0: get in and mess up a good situation. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, we see it all the time. And, I mean, it's, it's sad that they prey upon that. I mean, the music business is is, is a cutthroat dirty game. Yeah. I mean, you got to stay true to who you are. And like you just said, you know, when you come in, make that pact up front. You know, I think the blueprint for that, I guess, would be a new addition. They're cool one minute, they fall out one minute, they're cool one minute, they fall out one minute. But when it's time to put that show on, hey, they give the people what they want. Yeah. they give What they want. I mean, no man no one man is bigger than the group i guess if if anyone could be upset with that group i guess it could be ralph according to the video i mean the, the story i mean he did put his solo career on hold because he he wanted to be a part of, of the collective but while he was doing that everybody else was out doing their own thing and then when he did come out and do his own thing i guess he felt like or, or maybe we felt like he said the dynamic was changing the time it passed but i mean you still had a cult following anything new addition was new addition i mean you you whether it was Belle Biddeboe, Bobby Brown, Johnny Gill, or Ralph. I mean, you had a cult following behind that.
1: But yeah, yeah. A lot that of was always, that, you know, that was and, always gonna be the thing. And 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 I would say this with, with SWV, even though I know uh, you know, Lili put the group together. Um, mm-hmm. and because you are the one that put the group together, uh, sounds similar to New Edition. Uh Bobby put the group together. Uh he mm-hmm. felt like, you know, he should have been uh you know, out front more so than anybody else. But you got to understand, sometimes things just happen in, in the conglomerate of what you put together. Sometimes uh yeah, we know you can sing. We know that. Uh, that mm-hmm. there, there's no doubt about that. You wouldn't be in the group if you couldn't sing. But sometimes the just, and singing. <laughs> it's just that person. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's why we bring in Coco. Uh, that's singing there, bro. That, that, that That's singing.
0: yeah I mean you got to understand what you signed up for too you know I mean yeah there are probably songs that that she did lead but you know the ones with Coco on those those are the ones that got the draw I mean so I mean you can't look at it you know and I guess insecurities creep in and allow you to start playing your mind starts playing trick on you know you know what you bring to the table you know that you're what you're good about but I guess it's up to each member of that group to say you know what we're gonna stay grinding we're not gonna let this happen that happen the other thing happen, but as a lead singer, I guess when they push you out in front more so than everybody else, it's hard. It's hard not to hear the noise, and it's hard not to, you know. This is a chance for me to better myself. You know, I always want to keep ascending. I'll, I want to keep going to the next level. Right, you know, do that with you or without you. You know, I guess that's the thing. We'll always be this, but this is something I got to do for myself.
1: Well, I think one of the things that that comes up with that also is uh, your hangers-on or your your folks that are in your camp. Uh, you know, you always got that one somebody, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that, that spreading the negativity, yes. um, that person that's spreading the negativity a lot of time is what end up bringing you down mm-hmm. uh, as a group because of the fact um, you have to realize, you know, if you're making money and you're doing good because this person is singing the majority of your songs, you mm-hmm. rather you rather be <clears throat> with money or you rather be struggling. That's the way I look at it, you know. Yeah.
0: But yeah, there's a flip side of that, too. Though. I mean, if you're a true artist, you you, you want to get you want to master your craft and you want to get yourself out there. But you also got to know that, yeah, um, while I want to do that, is that going to benefit me in any way? But I mean, it's all about your integrity, too, because I know there are a lot of people out there that could have record deals that don't have them because they don't want to be a part of that machine, which is the music industry. So, you know, you know, most yeah. most folks, most folks that are backup singers sure. right now
1: are outstanding singers. They just don't want the the headache of, of having to have their own, uh, situation, um, because of what they see that goes on, you know, uh, most backup singers are outstanding. Sometimes are more outstanding than the person that they backing up, Yeah. Um, you know, but they just don't want to go that route. They just happy, you know, doing the art and doing whatever.
0: Exactly. You know, I think you know, the best yeah. example of that is, uh, if you all ever get a chance for those of you that are listening out there, um, uh, you can look up uh, Al Green People Get Ready He's, I mean, he was in some type of military club I guess or something like that and he was singing and uh, he had Wanda and Linda singing back up with him I mean those ladies they, they should have a record date. I mean right? they were just that good <laughs> they, they sound just that good but I mean I don't know if they ever went on to do it but I mean you know when you think about it in history you know, I know we kind of Segueing away from the female groups, but you know you're right with the with the backup singers. Tank was a backup singer for Genuine, right? Mary J was backup for uh, I forgot who, but um, Jodeci for Father MC, um, Anthony Hamilton for Jodeci, I think at, at one point. So, yeah, I mean we had a lot of backup singers out there. I mean that went on to have great careers. Yeah, I mean it, it's just all you know how 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 much you you look at it, but you
1: know to get back to where we were with SWV. Um, yeah you know they they did themselves in because of jealousy you know uh yeah coco was out front coco was the star but the thing was you got to understand uh it was all three of y'all that made swv go even though coco was the one that everybody was listening to um they had some outstanding songs uh from the start uh yeah you know um and, and then they did something back during the time that's not done a whole lot today. Uh, they made a whole album of all the remixes and mm-hmm. it was
0: outstanding. Oh yeah, that, that was true music back then, man. You think about it all. Um, I Get So Weak, you know, that was a hit. Right here,
1: downtown, you know, right here to do right here and then incorporate Michael Jackson in the remix. Yeah, human nature uh, remix. Yeah. Yeah. That that's just, you know, that's classic. But then they probably their biggest remix is with the Wu-Tang clan. Um <clears throat> thing is is is, man, yeah. that was, you know, to have meth and, and ODB. <laughs> whoa, ODB and, and, and to have uh uh Raekwon on that on that joint, that that was that we was already turning the tide. That's when Wu Tang was becoming hot. At the time, and then to have them come in, and you know that that, that up tempo beat just just hit us hard, you know. Oh, yeah. and, and they they solidified themselves, you know. And again, just like just like with escape, uh, <clears throat> they have a lasting impression into uh, where we are right now. I mean, we go crazy uh, if week comes on. Shoot, everybody saying week, you know, oh, yeah. male and female.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, you, pride and all that stuff goes out the window, man. That's just
1: good music. that's just good music, you know. And then you know they work, and one of the, one of the other things they work with one of, another one of the great producers, which we will get into when we do our producers show. Uh, mm-hmm. They work with Teddy Riley. Um, Lose your heart, and not your mind, is just mm-hmm. just uh, a phenomenal song. You know, oh, definitely. And uh, if you get an opportunity and you want to hear them now, uh, I, <clears throat> I've I've listened to Coco saying with her son. And I'm gonna tell you what, bro. That that boy if he decides to go into, um, the music business, mm-hmm. he got, he got a place, he got a place. He sings that song better than his mom and his mom can sing.
0: Oh yeah. She owned that. And I'm telling yeah. you, yeah, yeah. The same. yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big compliment, man. Cause I mean, Coco had a, she had a very unique voice. She could blow. Oh yeah. Could. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And her son is just as talented. So
1: I, 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 I sincerely hope <laughs> he does. I think we're seeing a change in the music industry, anyway. So I think I think there's an opportunity for him. And I think it is going to go well.
0: Yeah, I think if if, if the A and R's and all those people they get back to getting their pulse of their, their the beat of, of what's going on and getting getting back to the streets and understanding. I mean, you got a lot of talented artists out there, man, but you know, you got to start with the cookie cutter type stuff, man. You got to let them be original again, because that's I mean, each one of these groups. We were talking about this week and we talked about last week. I mean, they were they were unique. Yeah. And, unique. And,
1: and that's the thing. Uh I think what's gonna happen with our kids, because our kids are are in this generation right now. Um, mm-hmm. they're gonna get tired of everybody sounding alike. Mm-hmm. And uh they're gonna want some originality at some point. Uh, because one of the things I know about my kids, they love hearing uh, our music, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> The first time they hear it, they're like, you know, who this? You know, and, and I tell them, I say, look, this is when music was about something, you know, yeah. and, and they, they get to understand. They like what they what, what's going on now. But then when they, you hear some old stuff, they they really, really get into it.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it paved the way. I mean, you think about it. Gladys and paved the way for people like Atlantic Star, M2 May. Uh, and then M2 May um, paid the way for the artists coming up. I mean, you look at <clears throat> Earth, Wind & Fire. Cameo, Lakeside, groups like that. I mean, you know, right. that was real music. Frankie Beverly and Maze, you know. <laughs> and I mean, all the way up to the 2000s, early 2000s, man, they were keeping that alive. I mean, it was different, but it was still relevant and good, you know. But somewhere along the line, we lost musicianship. You got some bad producers out there, man. They could take a computer and make some mean beats. Right. right. How many of them can pick up a piano, guitar, whatever? It ain't many.
1: Don't do what it do. It, it, it ain't many but we with the ones that can you can tell the difference real quick the ones that can uh oh. so before we you know transition to, to the big three um like i call them i call them the big three uh-huh. but uh we, we 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 hit on two smaller type groups uh from the 90s uh blackstone and, and jade uh-huh. uh, didn't have the same success of, of <clears throat> escape and swv but uh-huh. uh in their own right, they, they had a hit R two um, that uh, was perfectly well uh, received at the time. During all of this, uh, Blackstone had a very good sound. Um, thought they were going to be bigger than what they were, um, mm-hmm. but I think early on in their careers, um, they broke up because you know the the lead singer had some some aspirations of her own. Um, and and that kind of destroyed the group at at some point, but, you know, like I say, they, they, they had a unique sound that came on. They harmonized very well together. Um, you know, and it it, it was a positivity about them. Mm -hmm. Um, when they came out, uh, Jay had a little street edge, but at the same time, you know, uh, they had some, some, uh, good sounds that went along with it didn't last very long. Uh right and that I think that was partly because of the fact I think that their their production was trying to mimic mm-hmm. uh the other groups that were out at the time and, and just wasn't uh I think it was more so it wasn't about being able to sing it was more so about the presentation on them. Right. Um because they were three beautiful ladies. Yeah. You know uh so you know, that you know, uh, that
0: <laughs> it sounds crazy when I say this, but that's only going to take you so far.
1: So, that's
0: yeah, true, that's true. I mean, you know, I'm going to throw another group in there. I know it's probably not really a group because it's only two ladies, but uh, one of my favorites, uh, back during that time was Donet. You know, yeah, hey, Mr. DJ, um, my all time favorite. I still play it to the day. I played it at my high school graduation mm-hmm. um, for, for a reason. I mean, that's a beautiful song, man. I mean, yeah. I mean the first time I heard that song, man, I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I mean that, that, that was a powerful song, man. Um, <clears throat> Like I said, it probably can't be um, in the group category because I'm thinking for, for our criteria, I guess we're using the group as three or more, but I had to get them mentioned. I,
1: I would put them there because I would also throw in uh Changing Faces with that as well. Uh, yeah. you know uh production by uh, r kelly okay. uh, you know but they came out hard and uh they had a very good sound uh mm-hmm. falling in the r Kelly r Kelly mode of uh making songs right uh, another outstanding uh production you know <clears throat> kells, kells can can make a song if he can't do nothing else he can't make a song yeah uh stroke yeah. you up is still one of the best songs um oh yeah that will uh, come out and, uh, you know, you, you think about it with with those types types of groups, you know, Jeanne, uh they still, you know, uh, they, one of the greatest songs I, I give is with Buster and you know how much I love Buster. Uh, yeah, it's a party. <laughs> it's a yeah. party. You know, uh, the, the hook is, is off the chain for that song and it fits yeah. with Busta. Oh, um, yeah. You know, this is when, you know, there was a lot of collaborations during that time back <laughs> in the day between hip hop artists and R&B artists, uh, right. because everything went together. Uh, and you could do that um, in that type of way because of the fact um, these people were able to bring a unique sound and a unique uh, artistry to uh, and gave legitimacy to the hip hop artists, as well as gave street cred to
0: the R&B artists. So that was yeah. one of the things that was real big in the 90s. It was just a celebration of music all the way around. I mean, everybody loved what everybody else was doing. There was no hatred there and nothing like that. I mean, at the end of the day, it was all love. I mean, how else could you get Bustin' Rhymes and Rick Rick James on a song together? Bustin' Rhymes and Stevie Wonder. I mean, come on now. I mean, you know, it was just an appreciation and a and a a level of respect for what each other was doing. You know, right. I, I I wouldn't even think Stevie Wonder would listen to Buster Ryan. But the fact that he actually got on a song with him, I mean, hey, that's kudos to, to Buster and what he was doing. I mean, bruh, everybody <laughs> listens to Buster. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I see that now. You know, yeah. Yeah. Janet Jackson. I mean Janet and Buster on a song together. I mean, you know, Buster is a rap
1: guy. Yeah. I I I you know we we gonna get into that you know in another another couple of sessions or whatever. Yeah, we we really need to get into yeah, that. Yeah. But B- yeah. Buster is a rap god, okay? You gotta understand what Buster is. Uh, Buster is is the type of brother that can pull in it. Mariah Carey, come on, man! Buster yeah. has done hits with everybody. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah that's true. I get that, it to That's them. that's how powerful Buster is. You know what I am saying?
0: Buster, you know? that
1: guy. Yeah. So let's get into the big three. Uh, yeah, and the reason why we person. call them the big three is because of the fact their uh, their strength, uh, not only vocally but <clears their throat> strength from a cultural standpoint, uh, has never stopped. Um, and I don't know which one you want to start
0: with because the, I mean, the most diverse of all three, <laughs> give it up then. Let's go, let's go with the T-Ball, Left Eye, and Chili, man.
1: T-Balls forever is is for me mm-hmm. uh, t-bars first time i heard t-bars when they when they came out uh with ain't too proud to bet uh i was like yo what is this because you know t-bars is a chick that sounds like a dude not that mm-hmm. i'm not that i'm saying anything but she just had that voice you know and it was like then when you finally saw what t-bars looked like and you was like oh okay that's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about right there. You know, I, you know, to this day, T. Boz has always been, you know, my star. You know, out of out of TLC, mm-hmm. you know, Chill is great. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Left Eye
0: has always been, you know, Left Eye uh the, the the focal point. I mean, she was she was the glue that held all that. Well, I won't say the glue that held it all together. She made it work. <laughs> Left Eye is
1: what made TLC work uh, yeah. because you had two outstanding singers. Mm-hmm. But you had this uh, diverse third party that came in and mm-hmm. uh, just laid. Any time that she graced the track with her with her voice, uh, lending the, the lyrics to to a song, Left Eye would always come with something that was monumental. But at the same time, if you pay attention, it was deep because if you go back and listen at Waterfalls, okay. uh, you know her rapping Waterfalls. If you actually listen to it.
0: Mm-hmm. One of the strongest raps of all time, male or female. Oh yeah, I mean even that. Um, she was the yin to um Andre three thousand Yang on the song um ways. What is it? Uh, longing for the days of yesterday. The last yeah. song um on their album. Yeah, and when he came in, remember back in the time when the only signs he had was pickets. I mean, she was just a dynamic on her verse that didn't. I mean, you know. She was very conscientious and crazy, but she's very conscientious, man. You know, but I, I won't say crazy. I mean, she just loved hard. I guess I put it that way. Well,
1: the, you know, she got into a, a situation with with a man, you know, and and we all go through it. I'm not gonna say, yeah. going say it don't. You know, we all go through that, but you know, it's either gonna make you do one or <clears> two <throat> things: it's gonna make you get better, or, or it's gonna tear you down. And one of the things it did with her is made her get better. Um. Okay. You know, unfortunately, she, she passed away before. I think her potential could be completely yeah. reached. But, uh, yeah. you know, uh, they, this is one of, the, and, and, and you would have thought that TLC would have been able to move forward, um, but they couldn't because that's just how much Left Eye meant to the group. Not because of who she was, but, you know, from a musical standpoint, Left Eye was probably
0: the driving force behind TLC that nobody really really understands. Oh yeah, she was she was, I, I won't say hype man because that's not doing her any justice. She was the driving, like you said, the driving force behind all of that. Man, I, I still remember that. I think we were on night shift when uh, we got the news that she had passed. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I remember that. You know yeah that was that, that, that and it was crazy because when you looked at the cars like how? You know, because it really wasn't that damaged. I mean nope. it, just, it just looked like it rolled, but how?
1: Yeah you know, that, that was that the plan. thing. You know, and, 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 um, you know, from the, from the outset, you know, uh, the first album is a classic. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. The first album is a classic, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, that showed uh, the versatility. First of all, they were produced by <laughs> two of the greatest producers, uh, Dallas Austin and, and, and Jermaine Dupri, um, yeah. and that was relevant in all the songs that came out on the first album. Uh, what about your friends is, is a JD. I mean, that there was just that made you want to get up and move, didn't matter who you were or whatever. But right. um to slow it down on baby, 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 um that was that was T Bars at her apex right there, if you ask yeah. me. Um, you know, it was like, dang, you know, this, this, this kind of nice here, you, know, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, when they came out with Crazy Sexy Cool, um man that front Ooh. to back you ride creep. with that you can ride with that i mean front all to back. day bro uh crazy sexy cool is is a is a play the whole thing don't don't skip you know uh creep is you know bo it it made sense Truth in song. <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom line. That's all you can call it. <laughs> I mean, but it was like when they came out, but then they changed the game because you know they came when they first came out. Everything was cross colors and mm-hmm. and uh, baggy clothes and whatever. But then they came out with 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 creep, and they had on the pajamas and and, and, the pajamas, and yeah. they changed the way you know the choreography and everything was. And you mm-hmm. was like, Dad, yo, you looked at all three of them like these are some beautiful black women. Oh, you know what I'm saying?
0: Because they yeah, just had that it. Yeah, and then Waterfalls came. They followed up with Waterfalls. I oh mean, man, Waterfalls wasn't forever. forever. Wasn't that a uh, organized noise uh, produced? Um, yes, yeah.
1: that was the organized. That was yeah. like I said. They there was another group along yeah. with Escape. You know that that put Atlanta on the map. Uh, you know they were at Lafaye's. Escape was over at, at So So Deaf, and it was like. Everything that during that point, that, everything that was coming out of Atlanta was fire. Didn't matter what it was, who it was, everything was fire.
0: Um, That's all I got to say. That's all I got to
1: say. You know, it, it, when you think about uh, uh, the the the, if you had to make a Mount Rushmore of Atlanta at the time, you know, you got to put TLC up there with 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 with, with Face and um, and good Mob and Outcast. T.I., Luda, all of that, you know, it, you just keep going, going, going. It's so many folks that, that benefited from It's a
0: museum. Yeah.
1: From the resurgence of, 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 of Southern
0: uh, hip hop. That's what I'm going to call it. Southern hip hop. Uh, yeah. You know. It was uh, a cult following, man. I'm telling you. I mean, just everything that came out. like, And everybody knew everybody. It's, it's, it's amazing because Tri-Cities House, who escaped in uh. Outcast went there. I mean, you think about it's all inter- intertwined. I mean, I I didn't even realize you know how connected uh Killer Mike and Ti were. You know, yeah. So I mean, I mean they met each other later on, but I mean Atlanta's big, but it's small at the same time. You know, everybody knows everybody. I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to move here, but it's hard to move to. You got to be careful how you move. But it, I mean, everybody knew everybody back then. Well, you know? and you got to figure like this here. You know, we all we all got kinfolk
1: <laughs> that live in <laughs> Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that was, you know, the like like we call it, the Mecca of the South. You know what I'm saying? And and, and the reason why everybody makes the pilgrimage to Atlanta is because from a cultural standpoint and from a, a
0: artistic standpoint, that's where you wanna be. Um, exactly. It's you kind know, of course, I mean, to the ground. I mean, it used to be New York, but now anything is, is happening. You come to Atlanta. You, you got to come to Atlanta. If you're going to make something and you're going to be big, you
1: got to come to Atlanta. That, that's, that's just all it is to it. And one of the things that we benefited from, you know, we were only three and a half, four hours away. Um, mm-hmm. And that gave us, especially in the early 90s, when they were still Freaknik, when, when we still had the uh, the uh, Atlanta Classic early in the year, and then we had the, the Heritage Bowl, uh, at the end of the year, that was just opportunities for us to go and mingle with other Black people from the South. And that just made the connections that we made even stronger. And that's why um, I feel like our generation has, has benefited from that because everybody that has been associated with our generation has went on and become very, very successful. And I think it's because of those things that we had to do, uh, mm-hmm. even though uh, people didn't like meat. You know, people in Atlanta really, really didn't like Freaknik. Freaknik was uh, the thing to do. Um, that networking at its best. Yes. Yes, most definitely. I put it that way.
0: I put it that way. Freaknik, uh, open your eyes to another life. Oh, yeah. And it's and it's funny you mentioned that because, I mean, you know, Atlanta is like the, you know, the capital of the South. But, you know, being right next door in South Carolina, you, you're right. We got a lot of that early because, you BCU right there in South Carolina. And then, you know, Chattanooga. I mean, I mean, things funneled through. I mean, Chattanooga to Memphis, but I mean, anybody who was getting started, most of the time they came through the class or um South Carolina State. Right. You know, we had a whole lot of that going on. You know, anytime homecoming would come on, hey, that's the place to be. Well,
1: you figure back in the day, uh, my first my first exposure to Outcast was before Outcast even came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh Big Boy's cousin was going to South Carolina State with, with Skeet, and uh, I remember when Skeet came home, uh, he had this tape, and I'm like, who this? You know, he was like, man, these new dudes are getting ready to come out, you know, in the next few months for Mada and Um, You know, and uh, that was – I heard, you <clears> know, <throat> know, Southern playlistic, you know, before it even came out. And I was like, boy, these boys going to blow up. Um, and then, you know – It came out in what, 93? I think it was 94. It came out 94. Um, and then uh, during that time, while Skeet was at state, um, Shaquem, who ended up being So So Def's DJ, uh, yeah. Shaquem was with Skeet at Sacramento State. State, um, and Shaquem was a great DJ because he put together a lot of, lot of music, and he ended up producing a lot with Jermaine uh, for for the resurgence uh, that they had in the in the in the mid '90s and late '90s. Uh, and and he was part of that you know so that was the thing that, that that made us get more and more into where we are and then when you look at it you know tlc uh started in uh i want to say late 91 first part of 92 I um right the same time yeah and uh they blew up uh with a different sound like i said they came out because uh, really when they first came out it was all about hip-hop Uh, Because of the because of Left Eyes rapping. But then as they progressed and they matured, it became more about the singing. Um, T-Bars and Chili, you know, really, really displayed their vocals on a a higher level. And, uh, you know, they they were probably the best known female group at the time.
0: Right. Yeah, so I mean TLC was and they they were that group, man. They were very unique and they stayed true to who they were throughout the process. Yeah. So yeah. So you know they they earned their
1: spot from where they are. And uh who you want to go to next. It's up to you on this one. Let's go. Uh let's go with in Bold, man. Um super group. Uh four ladies when they first came out uh probably the first the latter part of 1990 uh uh came out with hold on and uh boy
0: we we hold on lord have mercy that intro that intro you heard the harmony of like whoa these girls can sing yes
1: but then at the same time them black dresses lord have mercy you know uh to this day, you're like, man, this
0: going to be good. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm telling you, man. They were, those four beautiful ladies, man. Oh, they, oh, they, oh beautiful sisters. I'm telling you. They were a breath of fresh... They, they, they were a continuation of, of what be used to be. I mean, they were... I mean, you put any one of them up the same lead. There was no... I mean, Dawn kind of stood out from the group, but all of them could hold on when it came to singing. every oh, yeah, has- Oh yeah. Uh Cindy, you know, Cindy was uh
1: the tall, uh glamorous sister, you know, mm-hmm. uh that you know, when she sung Hold On, everybody was, you know, fixated. But then Terry came back with uh uh lies, you know, and it was like, oh man, this is woo, man, this is fire. And then uh uh Free Your Mind was uh what's called a song. Um mm-hmm. And then Dawn song, uh, you know, it's hard when you emulate uh the great Aretha Franklin, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. but their version of giving them something he can feel is yeah, I uh, yeah. is as close as you can get to the Aretha. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it is hard. You got the, you know, Aretha is uh
0: the you queen is for a reason. You just don't say I'm a, I'm gonna remake an Aretha song. No. You, you just don't do that. I mean, that's just, that's that's a lot of death sentence for that's a death sentence for a lot of artists. But yeah, I mean, I think while it wasn't Aretha, I think she would have been proud of that. I mean, I I, I don't know what her reaction to that was. I never saw it. Um, <clears throat> you said, but I I guess I mean the way things were back then, you had to get permission to sing it, right. Right. I mean, maybe she must have approved. I put it that way. I put, I put it, I put it like this. Uh,
1: the original version of giving them something you can feel, um, for those of you that have never heard Aretha sing it, because I know a lot of people don't go way back. Like we do. Um, mm-hmm. that's Aretha that that's Aretha at her best, you know, yeah. uh, the riffs and, and the rolls that she made in that song with her voice, mm-hmm. Uh, if it don't touch your soul, you ain't got no soul. Uh, and yeah. to say that in did it as well. That's saying a
0: whole lot. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, and my favorite in vogue was uh, gotta be a part of me. I love that song. man. That was, you know, I, I'm a balladeer myself. I, I love the old stuff, the old slow songs. you know, right? Um, that particular song, man, that was, that's a beautiful song. Uh, you know, they, they, they gained a whole lot
1: of success. Uh, just because of the fact, you know, lyrically and musically, they were uh good at their craft. You know, you can't say uh that they uh they're they're another group I don't think has ever made a bad album.
0: Uh, no. I would they, say that they were the equivalent, harmony-wise, the boys and men. Now, success level, no, but no. Harmony-wise, I mean they understood their voices. They can make anything sound good. They can sing the alphabets and harmonize it and I listen to. It. I mean, they would just they they understood their voices and they knew where to fit in and how to fit in. I'll put that way. Well, you gotta figure they just like boys men uh was able to cross over into
1: hip-hop. Uh they did the song with uh salt and pepper, what a man. Uh just like boys men did um You know, with LL, um, you know, when you, you know, at the time, LL and Salt and Pepper, again, are rap gods. mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you are able to hold your own and put yourself in position to harmonize and do what you do uh, with these types of groups, that means that you are very, very um, instrumental and very good at what you do. Uh, People take notice. Yeah. Yeah. they They respect your craft. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the thing with Embo, uh was Imbo uh, was powerful. You know, uh, they could sing every type of song that you put in front of them, make it sound great. Um, you know, uh, but again, uh, Strife always comes in with situations. Um, Dawn left the group, uh, you know, in search of her own, you uh, I would say I don't want to say her own sound, but at the same time, she wanted to branch out and be more in the forefront. Uh, you know, sometimes it's hard sharing sharing um, yeah. with four other people. I mean, with three other people
0: um, yeah. that is just as talented as you are. You know, yeah, I'm gonna take it a step further. I want to say Dawn's talent is what caused her to, I guess, be kind of eccentric. Because she was, she was. I mean, she was in a couple of groups. She was at Lucy Pearl with Raphael yeah. Sadiq. She never found success, and I think it's just she was a true artist, and true artists are, are are sometimes a little different, a little a little reclusive at times or whatever. I mean, they're just different. They think differently. They act different. They move a little different, you know. And I think that's that's that was her greatest gift and her curse. Well, yeah, and and,
1: and just what you just said, true artists. Um, when you are an artist, you automatically on a different plane from regular folks. Okay. Right. Uh, because you think different, you see things different and you, uh, you don't let your, your inner being be held back by anything, uh, at that point, um, right. you know, you could have had moderate success, uh, mm-hmm. had you stayed, uh, right. with, uh, Invo, but you decided that, you know, that wasn't what you wanted. So uh, you had some success, but it didn't turn out the way that you thought it was going to do. Um, and I think as up until this day, I'm not sure if they've uh, mended fences or anything at this point or not. Uh, Cause I think when they, when they go out now, I think it's just three of them.
0: It's just three of them. Yeah. 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 They, 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 they had two other, I think three other members at different times, but it's just uh, those three now.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but they mm-hmm. from a cultural standpoint, they changed everything. From a from a uh uh fashion standpoint, they changed everything. Uh yeah. they didn't dress like uh too pro- they were provocative without being too revealing, um, which mm-hmm. was always, you know, uh the grown folk. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, grown. grown. Yeah, they're grown folk, uh, you know, so and they still carry that uh to this day. Um, you know, even though they didn't got older and had kids, you know, they still
0: they still fire. What I see, Cindy ain't changed one bit, bro. No, not at all. But I tell you what, I mean, I'm mean i starting to think about this thing now, I man. The more we get into this podcast, I'm getting a little upset, man, because uh, we've been robbed of greatness. I mean, yeah, I'm happy that we got the groups for as long as we did, but. Hey, they've been able to put some of that stuff to the side, man. I'm telling you, man. The best was yet to come for all of them. I mean, and that's not <clears throat> a knock on them. It's just that your talent was just that good, but because of whatever reason, and, and nothing lasts forever. I understand that. Right. But well, I guess. You, I, you can't say that, though, because if you want to look at it, you, you got to look at
1: uh, Earth, Wind & Fire, the OJs, the Isley right. Brothers. You know, these cats yeah. been in it 60 years, bro, and they still – um you know they still on tour they still fire um they still can move the crowd so it it, you gotta you gotta really look at it you know there's some there's some exceptions to certain things you know but really you know uh everybody ain't blessed to be like that i mean because you know it's what i call you know uh, fish fry music you know what I'm saying that's that's the kind of music that, that keep us sustained uh, oh. because when you hear that song you automatically go back oh man I remember the first time I heard that song or what you did like that because I'll tell you right now if you play any of them groups you know we all gonna go take it back we gonna stop for a minute whatever we doing most definitely but we gonna let it hit us for a little bit and then we
0: gonna get back into it yeah but my, my only my gripe is that I mean Every last group was at the top of their game when 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 strife hit, right? Yeah, I, I, even if it wasn't sustained, I think all of them had one more in them. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I feel that. I no really doubt, feel that. no doubt, because because the the final one that we're gonna talk about, <sighs> bruh. Yeah, let's go, ahead, let's go ahead. and jump into that, man. Um, you had uh, Kelly, yes, Latavia, yes, Latoya, yes. And Yansey. Yes. Destiny's Children, Boy, let me
1: tell you. Uh perhaps uh, the most influential uh girls group, female group, uh, I'm listening. go ahead. Speak uh, on. Of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, it birthed uh entire movement unto itself. Yes, it did. Uh, the Beehive uh, mm-hmm. is an a, a, a organization <clears throat> unlike no other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but rightly so, though. I, I, I will say rightly so, because uh, that girl, uh, Beyonce Knows, Carter. Mm-hmm. Carter. From, uh, where, where's she from? Uh, from Hooson. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Where? From Hooson. Uh-huh. Uh, there ain't another in this world like that. Miss Carter. Miss Carter. There ain't another one in this world mm-hmm. like Beyonce Knows Carter. Um, Destiny's Child, when they came out, the first album was so so. Uh, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for uh Wyclef doing the remix, mm-hmm. to no, 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 we wouldn't uh-huh. have known who they were. Uh, right. but he did the remix and that made it kind of you know hot and they sold some albums and, and then mm-hmm. they came back with the second album and uh exploded
0: oh yeah definitely
1: exploded definitely. Uh, bugaboo uh you know bills 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 say my name say my name lord have yeah. mercy um uh, the outfits that mama tina made for the ladies all mm-hmm. was uh very very sexy all was you know slightly revealing but wasn't too much revealing but it was enough uh I'm gonna tell you the truth. And, and as much as I love Beyonce, I will say this here on this show right now. When they were younger, LaToya was the one I wanted so very bad because LaToya was just fine. And she still is. I know, but <laughs> but, but back then she was just fine. She ain't had to do nothing but stand there, and I would have been all right. And, and I and, and this is coming from a Beyonce lover. Mm-hmm. But Latoya, when they were growing, when they first when, when Destiny's Child first hit, mm-hmm. uh, they wouldn't let Latoya and Beyonce talk. And you know why? Because they had that Houston them. Houston, the country. Hey, and it was in them bad now. Uh, yeah. Kelly and, and, and Latavia did most of the interviews back in the day. If you don't mm-hmm. believe me, go back and look at old interviews from when Destiny's Child first came out. Beyonce, they would not let Beyonce talk mm-hmm. at all. Her and Latoya never talked and Beyonce did most of the singing, but Beyonce Mm -hmm. wouldn't talk because Beyonce couldn't talk. Mm -hmm. Okay. She has grown into that. And if you pay attention now to this, to this day, she will slip every now and again and let that Houston come out of her. Okay.
0: Right. Right. Mm -hmm.
1: If you pay but you got to pay attention now. You got to pay attention because she's learned how to express herself in a proper way and sound right and everything, but every now and again, mm-hmm. that Houston will slip out. And boy, right. when you hear it, you'll be like,
0: Lord, that's the Beyonce I want to see all the time. Though. That, but, but you, know, to be correct. you know, you know, JC. you know, Jay, see it, you know, yeah. he see it. Oh, yeah,
1: she got to that, be who she got to be. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that yeah. Houston all day. I'm gonna tell you when the Houston really came out, um, formation video, and when the Houston really came out because you Uh saw the whole game, Mm -hmm. the whole game, but that group by itself. Now, all of them have been successful. Even if you want to throw in Michelle, Michelle has been successful with her gospel career, which has Mm -hmm. been good. Yeah. But, uh, the harmonization that, that they came out with, even if you want to throw Solange in on this too, Mm -hmm. Solange was part of Destiny's Child after everybody fell apart. And uh, we, we got what we got. So I throw Solange in on this too. Solange had a, had a very good Grammy Award winning album, no problem. Uh, mm-hmm. But all of this was birthed from the mind of Matthew Knowles
0: and Miss Tina Knowles, Lawson. I'll tell you what, Matthew was tough, man. He got jagged ass kicked off the tour bus. <laughs> but anyway, that's a whole nother story for That's
1: him. a whole nother story. But, you know, when you think about it, uh, you know, he had a vision. He knew what he wanted to do. Uh, he stuck to that vision. Uh, he kind of like in, in, in
0: reality he he is the uh, Richard Williams of the music business. yeah if you and think about was, it and the thing about it too is uh, he was willing to do what was necessary. It wasn't always going to be popular, but it was necessary it was necessary to get those ladies where they are today right and, and you think about mm-hmm. it right
1: now uh, Latoya you know after they after the uh, the fallout, you know Latoya you know had some issues and, and everything. Uh, but she's made herself into a decent uh, actress, uh, oh, yeah. made herself, you know, she still does some music from time to time. But, you know, yeah. uh, I'm glad that they've gotten to a point now where they all cool again. You know, and hopefully, you know, if, if, at some point, even though Queen B don't need it, but it, at some point, you know, they all get back together.
0: And uh, again, it ain't about her. It's about giving the people what they want. They're I understand. I real. understand. And we got robbed. We got robbed. Again. I know we
1: got robbed, dog, because it could have been it could have been wonderful now. It could have been wonderful. But then at the same time, had had they not broken up, we would not have what we have now.
0: That's uh, true. Everything happens for a reason. We can't we can't question it, but we can always we always can say what if I mean, you know, even though that is a form of questioning. But you know, I, I just feel like it was a lot that was left on the table. It was just a whole lot that was left on the table. It for was. All just, But I think
1: the breakup of Destiny's Child helped Beyonce become what she is today.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It made her step out of the, well, she wasn't in anybody's shadow anyway, but I mean, you know. It gave her confidence, I think. uh,
1: Now, because one of the things it did, Beyonce is one of the best songwriters you ever want to be around. She writes, she can write songs like none of and people yeah. don't realize that about Beyonce. People just think Beyonce is just this entertainer and whatever. Beyonce is a very good songwriter. She's a machine. She's a machine. So, uh, you know, the, the conglomeration of her and Jay, um, that, that's a match, you know, that is unbeatable because uh, you look at, you go back and look at uh, Ape Shit uh, and listen mm-hmm. at her, uh, listen at her rap,
0: mm-hmm.
1: listen at her own on. on um, savage with megan listen at the influence jay has had on beyonce to the point now that i honestly believe beyonce probably can spit just as good as some of the female rappers out there right now
0: like jay said you know she hard yeah yeah well i mean you gotta think about it she from Houston. You know, you uh, know she she was in a video with Slim Thug and, and Lil Wayne and all them. Soldier, you know, I mean that's is in there. I mean that's is what it, what it is. I mean, yeah, she chose that route, but you gotta understand, you come from from Houston. I mean, you think about rap rap a lot. You got, um, <clears throat> yeah, way Prince. You got a uh, Swab House. I mean, you got the home of Chopped and Screwed. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you got you got to have that influence. You got to have that influence. I would
1: I would probably say you know on on a scale of of cities in the South that that has produced I would probably say they are probably third um, behind only Atlanta and Memphis. Yeah, Memphis put uh, out Memphis put out a whole lot. People don't realize how much Memphis how how influential Memphis is as a musical town, not just from blues but from hip hop and soul and everything. Yeah. Memphis, I know you know, Memphis is what it is. You know, I, you know, p- people, yes, younger than us would probably say New Orleans, but I, I say New Orleans is behind Houston
0: when it comes to yeah. influence. I would say, you no, know, I, I would have to put New Orleans first just because of the, the history of New Orleans. But as far as commercialization, because New Orleans has a rich history that, you know, I mean, music is, is that town. Well, so I would- I would have to put them first on that aspect. But commercially, Atlanta, uh, I'd agree with you. Atlanta, Memphis, and Houston, then New Orleans. Right. But, you know, non-commercial, I mean, you're just talking about love of the music, the art, and all that stuff. You're not going to beat New Orleans in that. Well, well,
1: the thing about about New Orleans from a musical standpoint (laughs) is all genres are mixed up in New Orleans music. You have jazz, you have R&B, you have soul, you have hip hop. Everything is is encompassed in New Orleans.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And you know, when we get in production, we 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 gotta get pay homage to uh KLC and Beats by the pound because I mean they were a machine working for um, Master P. I mean they put some stuff out, but we'll we'll say that for another day. But that'll be on our producer show, but 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 this is the thing that
1: uh, um you figure Destiny's Child allowed now. Texas was already uh good you know I, mm-hmm. I, I put it like that uh yeah. because you you know early on you had the DOC, uh better yeah you know and then you followed it up with badu and then uh mm-hmm. you know you 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 had uh 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 scarface and, mm-hmm. and, and willie d and, and bushwick you know, yeah. so and, and, and people That's don't people don't realize that uh, DJ Premier is from Houston. Right. You know, getting born from Port Arthur. You know, uh, you know people people don't give these cats you know uh, the 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 credit that they deserve because you know you think you know when you hear Premier the first thing you think is you know he he New, New York, York. no nah, but yeah. now nah, he from he from Texas um, yeah, you know so you know you give homage to where where it's due. Um, yeah. And now, what Beyonce has birthed, uh, and what I see Beyonce birthing even more is her kids are gonna be outstanding because Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy's nine years old. Blue Ivy has a Grammy, um, something that people work their whole lives to get. And she ain't getting no Grammy just because you know she's Blue Ivy Carter. She got a Grammy because that little girl did what she needed to do, uh, just like her mom and her dad. Um, I think them, twin, them twins going
0: to be nasty when they get old. Whatever they
1: decide to do, they're
0: going to be nasty. But I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with you here for a second because uh, I'm going to say Jay and Beyonce did have a little bit to do with her getting the Grammy because if they weren't who they were, she would probably not get the opportunity that she got. I mean, that's no fault of her own. Well, but You know, hey, I mean, it is what it is. You know, keep it in the family. If they had the means to do it because I would do it. If I had the means to help my child do something, I'm going to do everything in my power to help her as well. Well, yeah. you you figure like this here. There, there's influence. There's
1: always going to be influence, regardless of who your parents are, you know. Right. But if you if your parents are somebody, uh, you look at Meiling and Aoki Lee Simmons right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your pay, if your mom and daddy wasn't Russell and and Kimora Lee, what wh- what you going to do? You know, you look at Angela and Vanessa and JoJo and mm-hmm. Diggy and, and Russell. uh yeah, My daddy is Run DMC. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, rare Run. Run. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, 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 sometimes you fortunate by where you come from, they, yeah. they be where you're
0: going to be. Um, yeah. I mean, you, like know, that, you still got to do what you got to do because nobody's going to give you free passes. I mean, in all honesty, like I said earlier, the music industry is a beast. Now, just because your mom and dad is Jay Z and Beyonce doesn't mean I'm a, what? I mean, so what? You know? Yeah. I mean, that That's the thing. You know, but. You talk like, to it, what you're going to do with it. You know, that's the thing. And, and and
1: and but as far as influencing of folks in 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 the coming generations or whatever, um, I would say Beyonce, Destiny's Child, uh, everything that she's done over the last uh, twenty five years or, or so um, has broadened horizons of anybody that has aspirations. Uh, Beyonce's influence is going to be felt uh for years to
0: come uh beyonce Nothing multi-talented yeah the female i mean female empowerment you think about her she had all girl band. you know yeah, bro and the, and the thing about it the thing I, i'm gonna give beyonce credit for is and, and i don't know if someone else has done it before her but you know me I, i'm music is in me you know h well i didn't go to hbcu but I, I got much respect for hbcus and i went to a little small high school that was predominantly black marching bay so when she uh did the before I let go with Frankie Beverly and Maze and bought the HBCU band in on that man I'm telling that to me I mean that made me see Beyonce in a whole different light and that that was beautiful to me it was beautiful well uh
1: the thing about the thing about um empowering black folks uh there's a lot of different ways you can go about it um, you know and and the thing about you know we were raised during the time when 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 the two biggest bands, uh, you know, people might say three because you throw Rambling in there too, but, but FAMU and Sacramento State, you know, we we got privileged to see that every year, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, Orangeburg is, is not far from home. So we always got a chance to see that. And that was some of the most, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, from a musicianship standpoint, from a, from a way of showing and showcasing, you know, what we are as a people, um, that helped us to get to this point. Um, one of the things I can say that Beyonce has done um, throughout her whole time is, is, is she has, and she continues to do it uh, even now uh, with that, with the release of the uh, the clothing line last week. Um, bruh, it, it, it's it's essential that you don't focus on one thing, you know, uh, that you diversify and you branch out. Um, if you're going to be singular in your approach, your singularity is going to run out at some point. Um, mm-hmm. and that's where I think a lot of folks, uh, get stuck. That's where I think a lot of folks lose sight of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the goals that they, they have, they become singular in that approach. Uh, mm-hmm. you have to be multifaceted. Um, it's hard to do now. Everybody don't have, everybody don't have that, that ability. Uh, but yeah, you, you know, you look at you me and you, you know, you look at me and you, we are, uh, by trade, we, we've done things, uh, in our lives, you know, to support our families and whatever. But, um, as you can see through this podcast, you know, we multifaceted, we look at things, you know, we're not focusing on one singular, uh, type of topic or whatever. We're talking about everything.
0: Um, And and the thing about it too, I think, uh, you have to have a level of, uh, I don't want to say carelessness, but you can't be afraid, you know, I can say, like we put that disclaimer out there every time, you know, these are our opinions. There's nothing, that, I mean, some of it's facts, some of it's not, but it's our opinion. And we're not afraid to state it, you know, and the purpose of that is to have discussion. You know, the only way we're going to grow as a people, the only way we're going to diversify ourselves is if we have those discussions, and that's what we're doing. <clears throat> you know, that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah, um,
1: you know, I, I pride myself on the fact that I can sit down and have a conversation with anybody any nationality, any race, whatever, and I can have a conversation with, because I'm open-minded enough and I'm studious enough in in the ways of the world that I can have that type of conversation and not be upset or angry or anything like that. Um, one of the reasons why advantage. one of the reasons why we started this was, you know, we are, I would say, like-minded folks uh, mm-hmm. with similar backgrounds where we can have these types of conversations. And yeah, we can agree to disagree, but we're not gonna fall out about it. Cause yeah, we are gonna fall out. I mean, we gonna we gonna we gonna argue about some stuff. Cause you know anybody that 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 sits here and listen through us to through football season, they are gonna realize, you know, do they really care about each other? But I'll be okay. the first person that's to say, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah my, I, brother. my brother, that, that's yeah. my brother. We gonna laugh, we gonna we gonna cry, we are gonna get mad, um, yeah. you know. But when it's all said and done, you know, the thing is, you know, we know that that. You know, there is. That's what makes us what we are.
0: Yeah, you, know? um, and you can't take yourself too serious. I mean, you know, it's, it's all fun. It's all love at the, end of the at the end of the day. Right. At the beginning of the, day and the end of the day, it's all love. Well,
1: I mean, if if we had cameras back in the day when we really really used to act up, um, people would probably wonder if we even cool. You know, because some of the stuff that has been said amongst us, you yeah, know, has been pretty cutthroat. Now, you know. <laughs> And, and, and stab a brother in the heart type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, one thing we believe in is kicking a man when he dies.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, we we were like the Plastic Cup boys before the Plastic Cup boys. I mean, they, they, they go at each other on the radio. But, hey, that was us back in the day. You're right.
1: Uh, we mature now, you know. Back in the day, oh man, I didn't made him. I didn't a man fall in a, a bed of ants and lay there, man. Come on now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I have seen it myself. I seen it more. Uh, yeah. You sure saw that because you know, uh, you know, you, you
0: told a story that was not complete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we and, and, and you know we were we were some fact checking individuals back in the day. <laughs> we gonna get the story. You ain't got to worry about that. We gonna get the story. Yeah, and a lot of, and and I'll say 99% of the time, it wasn't no tact involved. We just gonna come out and ask, you know, but that ain't what I heard. Such and say it, but anyway, yeah. that's a whole story for another day. Oh, man. Like, boy, if we told some of them stories, whoo, man. You talking, yeah. about,
1: you talking about some comedy. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. But what happened in the past stays in the past. Yeah,
1: so. yeah. I'm glad we didn't grow up, man. I, I ain't going to lie. I'm glad we didn't grow up. Because if we yeah. stayed the same, God, God help us. That's all I can like say. That's it. So uh, this is it for our wrap-up on the uh, R&B groups of the 90s. You know, uh, more shows to come. Uh, you know, uh, again, this is Therapeutic uh, you know, yeah. we hope y'all listen. We hope y'all love, you know, uh, but for us, this is going to continue on because of the fact, you know, uh, I'll be the first one to say, I miss this brother, uh, because of the fact, you know, he, he's in Georgia. I'm here now. Uh, I miss the rest of my, my, my brothers. Um, oh, yeah. cause you know, we, we got life now, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we all, uh, married children, grandkids, um, uh, You know, but at the same time, at the core of it all, um, even though we don't see each other as much as we used to back in the day, we still brothers. Um, And that's one thing um, I think a lot more folks in this world need right now um, Mm -hmm. is people that you can truly, truly sit there and say, um, that's my brother. Um, I think a lot of times people uh, attach the word friend to some folks that really don't deserve it. Um, acquaintances, acquaintances, yeah, uh, associates, things like that. But, uh, you know, I know my circle, I know how my circle is. Um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, even though we ain't all here <laughs> together like we used to be, um, you know, I know if I pick up the phone and I say, Yo, I need y'all, uh, they're gonna be like, I'll be there as soon as I can, I ain't even got to okay, worry it. about it. Um, you know, that's what true friendship is all about, uh, um, and that's what makes us what we are um yeah we're gonna talk trash we're gonna we're gonna do all of that but that's i mean what we do. that's, that's what we do that we but it, it ain't number love through all of it you know we we've sat here and watched our kids grow up uh to the point where they are now and, and you know one thing i can say about all of them you know we you know i'm proud i can i can sit there and say i'm proud you know that yeah. uh our kids have been fortunate um to live their lives and and be successful and and not get caught up in no mess. Um, And that's a tribute to us uh, as much as anything, because of the fact, you know, uh, we have laid groundwork for some,
0: some, for some uh, successful people. So I I look forward to that. Um, And they're not perfect. I mean, but that's part of growing up. And sometimes you, you want to save them from things, but you know, a part of becoming an adult and being responsible is, is sometimes you see it, but you got to let them go through it, you know, because it builds character, you know, responsibility, things like that. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure our parents saw us do some things. That they're like, mm, yeah, but if I say something, they'll never learn, you know, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, that's, that's 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 true. And it probably, you know, uh,
1: even with even even though when we didn't got, you uh, a lot older than what we were when we was at home. Um mm-hmm. we probably still did some dumbness, you know, that you you got you had to learn from, you know. And we still don't do some. I mean, <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> it is what it is. I, it is what it is. Oh, we're gonna do dumbness to the day we die. You know, it, it ain't never gonna be uh but you know our level of dumbness has changed from where it used to be to where it is now. That's yeah. just the thing. Um and, and that's that's part of life for anybody, you know uh growing and and, and and changing from where you are to, to get to a point where, where you want to be um you all you can't never be satisfied with what your situation is so you always gotta be striving to be more do more um whether it's spiritually mentally uh you know all i'm trying to do is uh do the best that i can you know with what i'm giving that's yeah. it that's do, it do the best that i can uh <clears throat> i think i think it i think those type of values ain't present now um, mm-hmm. because social media has warped people's thinking about a lot of different things. You know, you got to be a certain way, you got to look a certain way, you got to achieve this level of success. Nah, mm-hmm. you you just all you want to do is be happy, be content, uh, wake up tomorrow,
0: you know, Lovely. do it all over again, man. Do it yeah, all I over think, again. I think Cole said it best. No such thing as a life is better than yours. I mean, love yourself. I mean, you don't need all that extra to be happy with who you are. That's correct. That's
1: uh, correct. That's, that's- uh, you know, again, uh, in the coming weeks, you're going to see uh, uh, extreme level of dumbness. Um, yeah. You know, football starts. Um, if the pandemic holds, I mean, stay steady or whatever Uh we might be masked up at, at the pig on the ridge, but at the same time, uh, gonna I'm, I'm going to be masked up. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be masked a, up, but I'm going to have another room. That I can get my girl. straw in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, not- I'm going to get my straw in. You ain't got to worry about that. Um, yeah, put it to the side, get my barbecue and put
0: it right back. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that that's, that's going to be the thing. Um, you know, big things are coming. Um, we appreciate everybody that listened to us. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. we're going to continue to keep on, uh, you know again we're not in this to uh be successful on a large scale level if it comes by the grace of god we're going to accept it but at the same time this is therapeutic this is uh
0: a blessing for us and that's all we'd be looking for exactly and i'm gonna add to that i mean you know i enjoy doing this podcast with my brother i mean like you said it's therapeutic we get to have a conversation, you know. I mean, pick up where we left off. I mean, there's only two of us, but I mean, you know, we got other brothers out there. But you know, this core right here, we're we gonna we're gonna keep this thing going. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna invite the rest of them in too. But and that's gonna be on an extreme level. Hey, yo, hold on, <laughs> I, I put it that way. I just put it that way. But y'all gonna be I'm, here I, for a ride. I, I yeah, exactly. I, I enjoy doing this. Like you said, it's therapeutic. It gives you a chance to just run some things by people and just see how we interact you know i mean that's that's the thing you know if it yeah. grows something bigger or well if not hey i'm still having fun enjoying the ride man well,
1: the- i'll say like this here uh me and kelsey are the calmest ones out of the bunch
0: okay yeah that's well, saying- uh, we got we got one more that's, that's calm but you know i mean Ooh, tough man <laughs> man please Talk the to quietest one out all. <laughs> he might be quiet, but <laughs> man, talk... <laughs> you got me hurting that. <laughs> now, I will say this, though. He don't hold no punches. He going to say what he's saying, is he? I mean, that's all too. Well, well look at that, that, that. That's Shirley Mills all day, bro. You know mm-hmm. how that go. <laughs> yeah. He, he had to tell you, hey, it is what it is, and, and let's do what we got to do. I mean, <laughs> bottom line. But I can't believe you just said it. Yeah, man. T- tough, tough to call one, man. Oh, you know, even when he ain't calling me called. think about it. <laughs> You'll never know if he may. <laughs> I mean, he just same expression the whole time. Yeah. Oh bo, you gave me my laugh for the week right there.
1: It's all my tough to call my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. That's, that's it. Oh, I might even, you know what? We might even have to bring in, bring in the whole crew. We might have to go, I might have to locate Ace and get him on this here so we
0: can get some stupidness going. Yeah, we got to do it, man. We got to reminisce. We gotta have, we gotta have that reunion, man. It's only right. It's only right. You know, get
1: get us all back together. That that will be fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, y'all enjoy your week. Uh, We'll probably y'all probably hear back from us again in about 10 days or whatever. Um, Again, we're getting closer to football season. So we got this football spectacular that's going to pop off. And then um, we also got some things, uh, some other things that we're working on. Uh, currently to get a get a, get a little more things we're going to be a little more uh specific on some things uh, we're going to get into some uh probably later on in the winter uh relationships yeah. um you know we 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 got our opinions uh we got some uh folks that got their opinions uh, from a female perspective uh you know it's one of those things where um again this is stuff that 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 needs to be talked about um we don't talk about it enough in the community, um, and and our community is suffering right now, um, yeah. not just from this pandemic, but uh, I don't know how it is uh, there with you, Kelsey. But right now, um, crime is at a, a all time high here in, oh, yeah. in South Carolina, and Everywhere, then we just man. we just did the dumbest thing I think in the world. Um, we just uh, went into effect in the law open care in this state, which we already got a problem in this state with guns. You're just going to give people um, more of an opportunity to have problems with guns. So I I just think it's just the dumbest thing in the world. You know, you didn't need
0: open carry in this state. I think at some point it's allowing people to be well, I'll put it like this. For the most part the laws aren't made for honest people. I'll put it that way. But then you're going to have some people that are are boastful bragging and all that stuff. I mean, people going to do what they're going to do anyway, but I have a problem with um, you allowing somebody to be judge and jury over someone else's life because you might not like the way they're looking at you. You might not like something they did, and you know. And when you take a life, you can't give it back, you know. And you have to think about it, you know. Because my thing is always, okay, you're bold enough to take a life, but if somebody messes with yours, you know, you get upset. Where does that dynamic come in? I mean, just how you can take, someone else can do the same. I mean, no one is above anybody, and I think what we try to do on this podcast or, or, or anywhere in life as we live our lives is just encourage people to have conversations. You know, it doesn't have to be my way all the time. If you can show me a vantage point or a way to think differently about something, hey, I'm all for that. I'm all about preservation. You know, when we were growing up. Yeah, you people probably had guns just like they have now, but I mean, your fists did all the talking and then we talked it out after you, you know, but nowadays if you pull the trigger, you can't say I'm sorry. That's someone's son, someone's daughter that's never coming back home. You know, and your life is messed up too because now you got to spend the next 25, 30 years of your life behind bars. But the thing about it is at least you're still there. Your parents or whoever can come see you is not the ideal situation, but you're still there. But for that family that's grieving, you know, what kind of consolation you that? I mean, once it's over, it's over. I mean, so, you know, we we really got to think about some things. I have no problem with guns hey, you can keep a whole army of guns if you want to. It doesn't matter, but there's a responsibility that goes with that. You know, you can't be hot-headed. You got to be level-headed, you know, and and before, I guess, it, it's a gun makes you feel like it, it, it's your bodyguard. Okay, I got the upper hand. You know, I'm a big, bad person because I'm carrying this, but I, it's not intended for that. I mean, you know, you, you got you to gotta use common sense, people, and you, you got to value life, too, and I think that's the biggest thing nowadays. Most people just don't. They don't yeah. value. Yeah, I agree with that. A lot of people don't value uh,
1: life, and the thing about it is, you trying to show how hard you are. Um, it ain't about being hard, man. Because let me tell you something. Uh, I don't know if you ever didn't spend night behind bars, but I have, and I'm gonna tell you
0: right now um, that that six by ten ain't no joke, bro. It ain't no went joke. To the prison one time, I guess, and that just show you a different level. We sang at a prison graduation. That was enough for me. I don't want no parts of jail <laughs> no nah, i mean
1: i don't i can't see it uh but you know it, we losing we have lost i ain't say we losing we have lost a generation of young men and mm-hmm. to be honest right now we losing a lot of women people ain't talking about it but we're losing a lot of women to dumbness um, Yeah. because you know it it, it they're trying to show that um, you know, you ain't gonna get the best of me. Well, you might not be getting the best of you, but this is the thing you won't never see outside. And I'm sorry, I like to get up in the morning and go outside,
0: exactly. You know, don't, I, don't I don't know
1: about y'all, but I like to see different people. I don't like seeing the same person every day.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I got to go to work, but at least I can take a different route home. You know, I can go to public versus Kroger or well, Angles versus Publix. You know, I can go, I got freedom. I go to stump <clears throat> exactly. I can get what I want. Nobody tells me when to get up or when to go to sleep. Grand, right. I do it anyway. But you know, it's you know. it's 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 a different level of freedom. And now, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and say that. You know, there are a couple of instances, or a couple of cases that yeah, I do what I got to do, and, and if that's that's my sentence, so oh, so be it. But you know, for the most part. I'm not out here thinking of trying to scheme anything, honest days, work, whatever. But if you you threaten me and my family, that's a whole different story. But you know, for the most part, I think conversations can be had. A lot of things that are going on can be avoided, you know. But it's just that we have to be willing to have that. Pride is the devil. And I mean that that's that's the biggest thing that gets a lot of people in trouble. Right. I can't sit here and say because I don't know everybody's circumstances, I don't know what caused what people to do what, but I do know, you know, I say this and I get out of here, you know, you know, me, I was a head back in the day. I, I said, I didn't see how people could do certain things, man. But life has a way of humbling you, man. You know, fresh out of college, got a baby. You go, go in the refrigerator, all you got is a light. You know, I still say I would never do it, but I see why people, you know, rob and do certain things, you know, because times are hard, you have no help. I mean, it's still no excuse, but I mean, I can understand a little bit better. Right. And and that's the
1: thing. And that's, you know, that's going to lead us to, we're going we're gonna to do a show on mental health. Uh, Because a lot of this goes to that, too. Um, And if you don't think mental health plays a part, um, I'm just going to be real about about situations. Um, Being a black man in this world, if you ain't got a mental health issue, something wrong with you, because you have to deal with something that nobody else in this world, probably other than Native Americans, have to deal with. And that's something that you got to bypass and, and, and I put this on my Facebook and I, I normally, you know, I, I, I'm one for this all the time. You know, we all, we all are one bad day away yeah, to make true. things worse. One yeah. bad day, you know, and, and people don't realize that, you know, uh, and I read that, that, that came out of one of the greatest, you know, I'm gonna put this plug in before we leave. Uh, one of the greatest books that was ever written, and it's a comic book, it's a graphic novel, but it was the killing joke. Mm-hmm. Uh the killing joke, uh, that is the joker and Batman, their their eternal struggle between each other. And it was summed up that why was the Joker as lunatic as he was? And it came down to he had a situation that happened, and he was just one bad day away from losing it all. And that's what happened to it. So it can happen to any of us. It can happen to any of us. Because one thing, and I'm I'm going to say this, I mean, we're going to get off because one thing I got from my pastor, and he told me this, and I believe it to be true. We all broken.
0: Yeah, you are. We all this, broken. This is how you navigate through that and how you handle it. I mean, that's right. That's right. If you don't believe it, there are rich people committing
1: suicide. Right. You got everything in the world. I've, and I'll be the first one to say I've I've talked to some folks. Uh, Kelson knows I've talked to some folks. Whatever, um, got everything in the world. Uh, some of the most unhappy people you ever want to meet in your life.
0: Um, yeah. Money don't make you happy. No, it does not. Uh, it can buy you happiness for a short term, but you keep chasing that high. It's just like a drug. You keep chasing yeah. that high. You keep chasing that high. You know, I mean, you got to find that inner peace within yourself and be happy being who you are you know and that's the thing and we all want to get there we all want to get to that happy place you know everybody's not going to get there at the same time and some people may never get there but you've got to to see life for what it is appreciate what it is and if you want it to change you got to find a way to make it change a legal way to make it change right opportunities are there you just got to think outside the box sometimes you know and the successful people get there but to most successful people i think it's uh the journey and not reaching that destination. It's just the journey to get there. You know, but once you get there, you got to find something else to motivate yourself. And if you talk to the most rich and successful people, they'll tell you, you got to keep reinventing yourself over and over again. Whether you're rich or not, you need to re keep reinventing yourself in your day to day. I mean, you go to the job every day and you expect to do the same thing that gets mundane. That can lead to some issues. But if you find a way to make it fun or find a way to challenge yourself, you know, this, oh, I can thing you to do exactly. These are the things you have to do. Like I said, we started off talking about R&B groups. We spent just as much time talking about other stuff. You know, I mean, it is what it is. And this is what you're going to get every week. I mean, it is what it is. But Well, you know, this is helpful because of the fact, even if
1: we don't say, even if somebody that listened to this don't don't get it, it helps us. That's the point. Yeah. And that's
0: and 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 I'll say it like this. I mean, it's, it's almost like a parent talking to a child. You know, when they, our parents told us things growing up, we didn't understand what word, what they were saying. You know, mom and dad, something wrong with them. You know, but as you get older, as long as you keep on living, you'll see. And that's why I say conversations, man. That's, that's the key. Because, I mean, a lot of stuff we don't understand until you see it for yourself. You know, I never thought about racial profiling and policing and all that stuff until it happened to me. You know, I mean, life. Life is the great equalizer, I mean. You just keep on living. You'll see. We all have issues. We all have problems. You know, this is how we navigate through. Boy, you sound like my grandma was just now. Boy, just keep on living. That's it. I mean, that's the thing. You keep on living, you learn. Yeah, you will. But that's my spiel for the night. You know, I'm I'm going to stop talking because I keep going for another hour or so about this stuff, man. Oh, but
1: it's good, man. And like I say, I hope I hope folks get it. I hope folks get it. You know, this is what we're going to bring. That's what we always going to bring. Because one thing about it, we're going to be true to ourselves. Oh, yeah.
0: You know, y'all might not like it, y'all might not appreciate it, but guess what? We don't care. Uh, of course, with an open mind, that's all to it. Just think right. about it instead of writing it off and say, okay, well, what are they really saying? They have that conversation, you know. Yeah. All right. So
1: until next week, we hope y'all have a good uh, upcoming week and 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 enjoy yourselves. Stay safe out there. Uh, protect yourselves you know and 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 god bless you and and we hope that he can keep you and and we'll be able to you'll be able to hear us in another 10 days or so all right yeah we
0: love each and every one of y'all and we hope to see you next time all right we'll holla.